What's going on, guys? Tony here, back with uh, Season 3, Episode 9 of Shed Talk. Um, I have two great guests here in the Shed. I have Colby Brown, assistant coach at Penn State Harrisburg men's soccer team, as well as Shama Gahomera, the captain of the, of the team as well. Um, we brought him here today uh, because we're doing a little bit of a partnership with Penn State Harrisburg and Shed Talk. Details to come later. Um, but we're gonna, we want to talk a little bit about their exciting season coming up. We have a lot to discuss, um, as well as kind of kicking it off with our sponsor. So, obviously, I'm sitting here with my uh, Arnold Palmer uh, iced tea lemonade, one of my favorite drinks of all time. Shout out, you guys. Thank you for bringing this up to me, um, getting this over to us. Uh, and also, shout out my wonderful sponsor, Jokes LLC out of Philadelphia. Appreciate you all for your help here. Um, but like I said, let's kick it off. I want to learn. We want to learn a little bit about Penn State Harrisburg, a little bit about the soccer program because I've seen some crazy things going on, a lot of growth. So um, I'm really excited about it. What? Uh, but but for starters, I mean, obviously, soccer as a sport. You know, what got you into? Let's start. Let's start with you. Um, I played soccer my whole life, and um, played soccer as as long as I can remember. Um, I grew up in uh, Burundi. Yep. Uh, it's in East Africa, um, and that was the main sport. So, you know, that's that's how I grew up playing, and you know, since I was a little kid. So, yeah, I just, makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. Sure. How about you? It's just the path I had to go. Um, I my older brother who played, so it was kind of one of those things that he played, I was gonna play. Um, I always followed my brother's shadow in a lot of things. So, um, you know, it was kind of something I wanted to do, and. Like I said, my dad, my dad didn't really have it growing up, but uh, he always wanted to play. So I think it was something just for us to be a little bit different, do something out of the ordinary at that time, um, and kind of start something new rather than playing the basketball, football like a lot of others, and kind of do our own little path and see where it took us. That's fair. See, the reason uh, I played soccer is my dad did not want me to play football whatsoever. He was like, I don't want you to get hurt. And I'm like, okay, well, you still get hurt in soccer. I want you to know <laughs> A lot that. more than you think. Yeah, it yeah, hurts. Like, there's think. a lot of pain that goes into it. But I, I understand, too, like, the pads, you know, getting hit every day, whatever. But it's an amazing sport overall. Um, obviously, the three of us have played. I'm a little washed up and fat now. But, I mean, hey, it's, it is what it is. I still try to kick the ball around. Um, it's such a cool sport. It really, it really brings people together when it comes to the World Cup, the Euro. I mean, even recently, the MLS has begun has become a little more popular. I mean, for me personally, I mean, it kind of is a retirement league in a, in a way. But like at the same time, it, you're bringing these big names though over to the country to play, and it's like, oh, okay, you know, like Zlatan Ibrahimovic spent some time here, David Villa, and and you can name some big names from back in the day that were. They're yeah. popular and now they're over here playing. It's it's a, such a fun sport to play. All you need is a ball and a net, two technically. Yeah. But so I mean, what what kind of goes into for you, Shama? What what kind of goes into the day to day as a college athlete? Um, I'd say there's um, there's a, there's a couple, there's a few things that go on. Like I'd say for me personally, uh, you know, I have to balance my school life, my social life, you know, my work life, um. But on a you know day to day basis, I probably wake up in the morning, you know, get my breakfast, um, go to one of my classes, and I'll probably have practice at like eleven to like one, um, and then you know lunch, go to one of my classes, and then I'll have to like go to work in the afternoon, and you know, then that's the whole day pretty much, you know, and that's like just on a normal 
uh, normal day, you know. So he's also leaving out the fact that he'll wake up at five a.m. and go on like a five mile run. Oh geez, he he leaves that out. Dedication, but I couldn't do it here and there, here <laughs> yeah. and there. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's good though. I mean, it keeps you in shape, right? Like, why not? It's no. a lot of it's a lot of running. Uh, you don't see me doing that at five a.m. But <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, obviously, you've played for Penn State, for Colby. You've you've now you're now coaching. Like, what's it been like as a player, and then kind of moving into the to the coaching uh, the coaching role? Surreal. It's very surreal. Um, you know, my brother played there for a couple of years, um, so I've been around the program since I was 12, 13 years old, in some aspects. So I've seen everything from them essentially being introduced to Division three soccer, right, and my brother kind of being the teams that kind of put them on the map. Um, to then me playing there where we were starting to make kind of a, you know, kind of make a name for ourselves for a couple of years. And we got to our first ever conference championship my sophomore year that we hosted, which was a, you know, just a whole day in itself that was crazy. Um, and now, you know, coaching there, you know, and kind of seeing like, you know, I mean, making the national tournament, winning conference championships, bringing in some of the best talent around. I mean, there's nothing, you know, that I, I ever would have expected, you know, to be something like this. Um, but it's so cool to see it come full circle. I mean, even you've been to campus, you know what it looks like down there. Like, you know, that, that our old game field compared to now our new stadium that we're opening up here this year. It's close. so crazy, like, how much it's come along in, like, 10 years. It's nuts. It literally is night and day down there. It's, I mean, we're crazy. only a couple minutes down the road from Penn State Harrisburg. Yeah. And um, they – I'll tell you from my perspective – um, there's a reason I didn't go to Penn State Harrisburg. There wasn't a whole <laughs> lot much. going on at one point. Yeah. Um, but even while I was, because I went to Bloomsburg and I spent, you know, I'd come home and I'd go down there. I had friends that went to Penn State Harrisburg and just seeing the campus, I'm like, when the hell did this happen? Like, what, this campus went ten, like two times the size, then four times its size, and now you guys have a stadium. It's pretty sick. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's It kind of sucks, too, because, you know, it was supposed to open up last year. And with COVID, we didn't get to use it except for, you know, spring season. And yeah. so it was kind of kind of sucked to see just literally sitting there just waiting to be used. And you just couldn't do anything about it. So this year makes it even a little bit more special. What's going on, guys? Tony here with Shed Talk. As always, repping our brand, but also our great sponsor. Tell you a little bit about it. You know, Joke's on Us. They're a clothing brand under the Joke's LLC creative company. Their mission is to inspire and instill confidence in those who have been laughed at, misunderstood, and overlooked by the hands of normality through fashion, art, and music. The goal is to inspire people to feel cool enough to spread positivity and speak on important issues. So this season, Jokes on Us is hooking us up, as well as hooking you up, the listener, to the exclusive Shed Talk Season 3 Soccer Kit. Represent and support your favorite podcast in style. Jerseys come in the vintage black and also the offset white and features our Shed Talk logo right here on the front. Shed Talk down the sleeve and jokes on us on the front as well as number three on the back for the great season three that we have already started you get your last name on the back it's custom made to each order check us out on their website at jokesontheworld.com slash shed talk for you to get yours now link is under the description below make sure that you use the exclusive discount at checkout for all shed talk listeners jokes on shed talk for five percent off on each select item we like you we love you and we'll see you here soon Obviously, it has to be surreal. Like the atmosphere is going to be really cool. Um, how do you how do you feel it's going to go this season for your team, Shama? Obviously, you're kind of leading the pack. How do you feel everything's going to go? Uh, I'm really excited about this season. I really am. 
I don't think I've ever been that. I don't know if maybe because uh, with COVID, you start realizing like how much, you know, the sport means, you know. And I think for me, like, it, it really hit hard because I've never had a year where I didn't play at all. You know what I mean? So like having that one year off is just, I'm just so excited. And I think this season is definitely going to be, uh, be special. Like Kobe said, like, you know, we're bringing in like some of the top talents in the in the country. You know, we have some good players. We have a lot of good transfers, a lot of good players that, you know, are going to add quality to our roster. You know, we graduated two players, you know, two key players, um, which I think, you know, everybody else has come back. So we're just building onto like what we had like two years ago. So I, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a special, you know, um, season. Obviously, you know, it, it depends. It comes down to us, you know, if we buy into, you know, what the coach is, you know, putting on the table. So, but other than that, I think we have we have all the pieces that we need to to make it a special season for sure. So, yeah. sounds like there could be some uh, trophies in the in the cabinet by the end of the season with the with that with the way it sounds. That's amen, pretty amen to that. Amen to that. I hope that sure. I hope that happens. That'd be really cool to see that happen for you guys. Yeah. Um, but just overall, I mean. Who are some of your your biggest uh, inspirations, motivators? I guess we'll start here. Like, what are some of those for you? Especially, I mean, coming from the coach perspective, I mean, are you studying any coaches? Oh, 100%. Um, I mean, I, to be fair, I'll do it from, like, you know, two different aspects. So, honestly, like, Coach K, our head coach, um, not the same Coach K, different right. Coach K. Um, he, he's been awesome. Um, I had him for a year as a coach, and then, obviously, I moved on to his staff. So... I mean, the things that I do with my youth teams that I, you know, all my drills come from what I did at Harrisburg. Like, he changed the way I look at the game. He changed the way that, like, my mentality, everything. Like, and it's not in a bad way. I mean, it's so, he's so influential on you. Um, and then from the other standpoint, too, is Pep. I mean, that dude is just a freak. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, if you've ever watched that Man City documentary on, was it, Amazon? Yeah. Whatever it is, like, I mean, that dude literally will look at a whiteboard move his pieces a hundred times, know exactly what he says, and just walk out. And and it's a, he's a, just a genius. Like, yeah. And there's nothing you can take away from any of his his history. Like, I mean, he's one of the best coaches ever. Yeah, he's, I he's mean, got a it's, cabinet it's full of gold Ca- and a lot, of different, a lot of I mean, different trophies in his career. Yeah, but. I mean, every time I watch that documentary, like, I, like the most, I mean, listening to the players and their dialogue and their things is cool, but when, it, when he was talking about the tactical things, like, that's when I was focused. Because, like, you can't learn anything more than, you know, from a guy like that. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, for you as a, as a player, who are some of the players, whether they're teammates, actual players out in the, uh, the big leagues, like, who are some of the people that maybe have inspired you to keep, keep going? Hey, that's a tough question. Um, I've had a couple, but my main one probably be, you know, I'm old school, so I'll probably say Ronaldinho. You know, I, I grew up watching Ronaldinho. Like, I remember the first time I watched him play, and it's just like, in that moment, it just made me fall in love with the sport, really. Like, like even the moves, like the samba, it's just like, you know, it, it's beautiful. It's just very catching. So, uh, I would say Ronaldinho, uh, I mean, Messi, Ronaldo, those, you know, they're any good player. Um, 
is gonna be motivated, inspired by those two players. You know, it's just it's just a given. So um, yeah, um, I mean, I, Ozil. Um, yeah, I can't think of. Man. Yeah, you, you, I mean, K, KDB, eh, kind of, but Ozil is definitely top of the list. I, I would say Ozil for me. Yeah. He probably loves hearing that. But. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I, 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 I saw his face. Arsenal, I saw his face. Man, like, my face lit yeah. up. <laughs> he probably loves that. But no, Ronaldinho, I mean, that guy, I, I love him as a yeah. player. I mean, I'll never forget the, the Nike commercial. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. that was yeah. one of the craziest things. That broke the internet at one point. Mm. Like, yeah. just, he put on the boots and just kept hitting it off the crossbar. And I'm just sitting there going, how the hell does he do that? Like, special talent. I used to rock his boots. They, they were total, so nice. total boots, 90s. They're total yeah. 90s. Listen, on it. Those things are fire. I'm still looking for those. Like <laughs> They're hard to find. Honestly, yeah. they're, they're if you find one. If you find a pair, it's like probably like five grand. Easily. Now, yeah. So. Easily. Yeah. So hard to get them. How did COVID, I guess, affect the team as a whole? I mean, you probably had both have a story in between that. So, like, from a player perspective, leading the pack, what's it like to uh, to to handle what we just went through? Man, I think um, I think I think I'd say as a as a team first, it, it was definitely hard, you know, and that knowing that you're not gonna have a season. I think we were all excited to have a season because we were like, yeah, we have we have the whole team coming back. Um, and then they were like, well, COVID just happened, so it's not going to happen. But I think people lack the motivation to, like, just – because we almost kind of didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're like, ah, you know, shoot, COVID, you know. But um, the motivation piece was, was kind of hard to, like, you know, still do stuff inside the house, just do, uh, still get touches and start, you know, at home. So, like, I think the motivation piece was kind of hard on the team where it's like, you know, People just kind of started doing their own thing, but as a as a player, like I said, as just me personally, I've never had a year where I took off from soccer, so that just hit hard. Cause like I feel like soccer is for me at least is an outlet. You yeah. know what I mean? So like I, I would say probably for most players, you know, soccer is just an outlet. So not having that, you know, on top of like school and work, and I was still working. I worked at the the airport so like I was still working and on top of like you know so just not having that outlet at the end of the day that just you know hit hard so but I mean you know I can see the the light at the end of the tunnel now so right so right I'm excited for sure that's good and it, it probably has a kind of a, a motivating factor to it as well I would assume um, from the coaching side like how is adversity battled it's probably a lot different from it's the crazy. player perspective. It, it's crazy because obviously, you know, their big thing is they got to go out and play. Right? You got to perform. You know, they got to right. perform. You know, our thing is during COVID, I mean, it was, you know, we couldn't have full training sessions during spring. It was you had four sessions split up into four even ways. Like, if you had one crew, like, that was your crew you got to coach. Like, we couldn't right. swap coaches. We couldn't swap players. Like, it was very just – and you had to stay on your half of the field. Like, it was very structured and – which is hard to do, right? You, you can't do, and it had to be, you know, 10 to 12 kids. You know, and it's hard to do things and get ready for any kind of spring season when you're playing with 10 to 12 kids at a time, right? Um, you know, and having to wear masks and you're running around wearing a mask all day. Like, it's yeah. it's crazy. And from, a, you know, 
back end things with the coaching staff it was just like you know you can only have certain coaches there and you can't have this there and like there was just so much back end stuff that went with it it was just crazy but we always told the team when we had our meetings and stuff was you know coach k's big on like what's your why you know like why do you do this and that was something we kind of always went back on was why do you play this game what's the reason you playing this game you know and that is kind of a motivator and you know they're at the age now like you got to have the discipline to do it on your own yeah i mean this is going to be a huge season for you guys and i mean i can only imagine like new stadium guys all came back and this is this is something to prove for your entire team um for that i mean what do what do you want people to know about maybe yourself as a person on and off the field uh, um, it, man, <laughs> man there's, there's not much about me. It's, it's really just I'm 100% soccer. Like, I, I am. Like, I mean, other than school and, yeah, my whole life just revolves around soccer. That's that's all I do. I mean, um, I mean, on my free time, I coach. That's my job. So, um, pretty much, yeah, my, my whole life revolves around soccer. I mean, uh I do a little running here and there. Um, I did track actually at Penn State Harrisburg. Um, other than that, that's, that's it. Soccer's your life. Nothing wrong with that's, that. That's yeah. a that beautiful sport to know and Man. keep playing and keep doing your thing. So yeah, my whole life just and having a know. and having a, a captain that is that dedicated is is always a good thing. So yes, no, for sure. yeah, but um. I mean, maybe this could this could be answered by either of you. Like, what advice maybe do you guys have for the younger generation of athletes? Honestly, man, it's just just pursue it, pursue your dream. I mean, it's one of those things. Like, you know, you just have to always just think. You know, my outlook was when I was playing was, you know, yeah, I wasn't always necessarily the most talented or the best on the field, but you have to have the confidence that you are and you make you make your journey you make your story um you know sham knows my story you know my story like i had a tough senior year you know things happened and it kind of took my career for a little bit of a derail um you know but you know you have to make the most of what you have the ability to control you know control the controllables um make the most out of everything and just continue to pursue battle um and strive for you know the greatness that you want yeah. Um, I probably have like two advices. My first advice would probably be like, you know, find something you're passionate about, you know. Um, and the second one would probably be don't cheat yourself. You, you know what I mean? So, I think once you find something you're passionate about, it's hard to not put in the work. You know what I mean? Um, if if you like you know let's say doing a podcast it's it's hard to like for you not to put the work in you know you know what i mean so i think once you find something you're passionate about i think everything else just falls in place because now you know you're going to put the work in because you're passionate about that stuff and i think a lot of young you know athletes they just try to you know follow trends you know what i mean instead of just find your passion follow that you know put the work in and, and keep working on it you know but um and don't cheat yourself because at the end of the day like whenever like for example if we're doing like fitness is like uh, you know we're doing we're having captain's week now and we're doing fitness i'm like if you're not giving a hundred percent you're not you're not cheating me you know what i mean because if you're not doing the, the work it's you're the one that's not getting better 
Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So, like, um, the biggest one is just don't cheat yourself. Because at the end of the day, you know how much work you're putting in. So, I, I think that's that's the biggest one. And for me, like, at least that's the one that's helped me my whole, like, career. Collegiate career, you know. So, I think that's the biggest one. Don't cheat yourself. Do what you're supposed to do. Do what you need to do. And, you know, find something you're passionate about. And you definitely be successful. Yeah, yeah, you always gotta you always gotta keep going. You always gotta um, continue to to not give up. For um, sure. There's always, you know, it, it's very hard. Um, there's there's always something that kind of throws you a little bit of a a, a curveball. Let's say, right. you know, and the mental health. You know, I talk about it a lot uh, with a podcast. It's it it's hard. Um, I can imagine being a collegiate athlete and even a coach, continuing to to battle the adversities and especially now that we've experienced a whole year and a half of just whatever the hell just happened. And um, it could probably take a toll on you. And those things are, you make a very fair point. You, you have to give 100% to everything you do. For sure. You can't cheat yourself. You Never. always have to. You always have to be there for yourself and, and for your for your team. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. that's the only way the chemistry, one, builds, and two, you guys become better every single day. Battle the adversity, make it work, and just – don't make excuses either. You, Never, you just got to yeah. keep going. So, well, perfect. Now, I appreciate you guys, you know, stopping in. Um, I'm very excited for this season, um, and I'm very excited to come check out this new stadium. Uh, check us out. I know that we're going to be doing a, a, an event at one of the games, one of the home games here in, in Middletown. Um, be sure to come check us out. Be sure to come check the team out as they're on their yeah. way to – to big things, winning, winning some some silverware. Let's hope. As always, guys, I, I like to wrap up with a with a final shed thought. Um, and this week, Sham actually kind of touched on one um, that I was thinking about this week is um, give a hundred percent to yourself. You always should, and you always will. Um, and that's only if you're willing to do that. Um, personally, I've been I've been dealing with some. You know, and I talk about it a lot. You know, we all have our own mental health struggles. We have our own struggles in life. Um, never forget to give to yourself. If there's something wrong, go fix it. If there's something you need to do, go do it. Um, there's nobody else that can really get you out of a hole or make you a better person than yourself. So don't forget to do that. And don't forget to, to give 100% to yourself every day. You don't get better unless you give 100%. 99% is not enough. It really isn't. I mean... 99% of the way doesn't get you a trophy. 99% of the way doesn't get you to be famous. 99% of the way doesn't get you anywhere. Give it, give it your all and continue to be better every day. Um, that's my thought this week. So thank you guys, as again, for stopping in. Thanks thank for, having for having us. us. Of yeah, course, sure no exciting. problem. Where can, uh, where can we find some social media platforms for, for Penn State Harrisburg? We got a Twitter. Um, we got an Instagram. Um, you can see, I believe, um, it's PSH, um, yeah, it's PSH, BG, MSOC on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we put everything on there, results, goals, highlights. We actually just dropped a video, was it last week, to get ready for the yeah. season, and yeah. it's pretty sick. Um, our beautiful. social media crew it's did beautiful. it, and it, it's pretty, it's, it gets you ready and chills. Um, so, yeah, you can check it out on there, and then obviously our, we have our, obviously our athletic website that has our schedule with the banger of an opener um, at Messiah under the lights. 
That's going to be a good game. It's going to be crazy. If you guys know Central PA, Messiah is one of the biggest teams in this in 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 the country actually when it comes to D three soccer. Yep. So, check them out. Sounds like there could be an upset brewing. I don't even think it's an upset at this point, but you know, I'm supporting my boys here at Penn State. But uh, where can they find where can they find you? Uh, uh, I'm on Instagram, Young Hurdler. You know, simple, just Young. You know, uh, underscore and Hurdler. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Well, as you guys know, you guys know where to find us here at Shed Talk Podcast. Across the board, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Find us on YouTube. Don't forget to like, subscribe, check us out. Um, we have a lot more coming for you. Um, you can find me personally at Tony Shed Talk across the board. Same thing, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and then, as always, guys, we like you, we love you, and we'll see you guys next time here in the Shed. Thank you. And that's it.